0: are Locked On Mariners. Your daily Seattle Mariners podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Mariners, your home for daily Seattle Mariners news and analysis. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. We are of course free and available on all platforms as you're listening to us right now on Spotify or Apple or Google Play, Stitcher, all those great websites and platforms. Let us know what you're listening to on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez, the C-A-N-E, G-N-Z-L-Z, and Colby at CPAT11, that's C-P-A-T-1-1. This is Ty Dane Gonzalez, your host for the day, joined by Colby Patnode. Be sure to check out our Patreon where we talk about the Mariners even more. Also get into some non-baseball talk twice a week. Visit patreon.com forward slash control zone for more information and help us get to 80 patrons. We're at 72 right now. Help us get to our goal. That would be great and very kind of you. It's a mock trade Tuesday here on Lockdown Mariners, one of my favorite segments that we do all week. Colby's explored the terrifying depths of baseball trade and has put together some of the most ridiculous Mariners trade proposals he could find. And Hey, who knows? Maybe there's an interesting one or two that snuck on through, but as per usual, I haven't seen any of these trades uh, myself. So listener, you and I will be reacting to these together. And if you like what you hear, give the show a follow or subscribe wherever you listen to this. We greatly appreciate it. So Colby, what do you have for me this week?
1: Well, um, Kind of a iffy week in terms like not 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 too many of the overly ridiculous, but we do have some let's let's call them puzzlers um to talk about. And there are actually a few decent trades that that do merit some uh some consideration. So uh kind of a nice mix here today. So uh I guess we'll just go ahead and we'll dive on in. Um let's start with uh an interesting one here for a player that you and I have talked about as a potential trade target, uh, at least on uh, Control the Zone podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. Chris Paddock to the Seattle Ooh. Mariners for Anthony Mashevitz, Drew Steckenrider, and Taylor Trammell.
0: That's not going to get it done.
1: <laughs> What's funny about this one is, is that even baseball trade values is like, nah, the Mariners are getting too much. Or the Padres aren't getting yeah. enough. And they're still like, nope, this is good. And, and by the way, the Padres want to reacquire Taylor Trammell? Probably not. Yeah, probably
0: not. I mean... Yeah, you're like trying Chris to trade, like... I mean, like, Steckenrider helps the Padres. Mishevitz helps the Padres. But for Chris Paddock, come on. And, like, you add Taylor Trammell onto that, a player that they've already traded a player that struggled, not just at the major league level, but also in his second stint in triple a. And, uh, yeah, that's just for, for a young pitcher that has shown flashes of being pretty darn good. I just, that's not anywhere near, uh, you know, in the same ballpark really for uh paddock compensation paddock is, you know, obviously he had the, uh, the UCL issue towards the end of the year, um, which is a little bit concerning. It's not a tear. It's not going to require surgery as far as we know. But um even then, uh you're you're not gonna be able to get him for what is pretty much scraps to the Mariners. That's what Mishevitz, Steckenrider, and Tremel pretty much are. I mean, that might be a little unfair to um Steckenrider, especially after posting the year that he did out of the bullpen one and a half win season out of the bullpen. That's nothing to scoff at, but still when you compare that to uh, a pitcher like Chris Paddock, even in the position that the Padres are in, that's nothing. Just nothing.
1: Yep. I would agree with that. Um, Side note here. We do have another Chris Paddock trade that might be more up your, your alley here. So, um, Although baseball trade values has this the other way, the Mariners uh, giving up too much for Paddock. But uh, so Mariners get Chris Paddock, the Padres mm-hmm. get Zach Deloach, Justin Dunn, Levi Stout, and Juan Tane.
0: If if that's what it took to get Chris Paddock, I would absolutely do that. Yeah, I think it might cost a, a bigger like Headliner. first piece though. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, what does Dunn really give them? And, and baseball trade values is really high on, on Dunn. They gave him a 7.3. Um, that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. No offense
0: to Justin Dunn, but I mean, just no. the, where he's been with the injuries and the walking mm-hmm. sh- issues, that's just, he's not that valuable.
1: No. Um, I like him. I still think he might be a starter. Uh, he definitely was on the right track this year, but like you said, the injuries and, and all that. But so, like, you probably... I, I can't imagine the Padres are all that interested in him, anyways. Um, so you probably just take him out. And if it's Deloach, Stout, and Wantain for for Paddock, I think that I think you'd have to strongly consider that, right? I mean, I like Deloach, I like Stout, oh, yeah. but
0: you know, Paddock has upside, and that's going to yeah. cost you. So, um,
1: yeah, he has, yeah, one,
0: he has upside. He you know, and the and the Padres need pitching right now because yeah. they have a lot of guys with injury concerns, so they need that depth.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, and, uh, you know, they just, they have a lot of inconsistency woes. They have a lot of injury uh, stuff that that's in that rotation right now. So, um, yeah, they, Paddock is very valuable to the Padres still, even with some of his own injury concerns and everything. And the, and the fact that he hasn't necessarily reached his ceiling yet after what two full seasons now. Yep. Um, still, I I just, that's a young controllable piece. Is he eligible yet? I can't remember off the top of my head. I think he is, but
1: yeah, I'm have to double.
0: even then, yeah. he's not going to be making that much money. He's a, I mean, the 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 upside is there, where you know, at any given point, he's probably going to pitch at a number three level at least at some point in his career. And it feels right. like that, is, and he's going to pop to that level at some point. So, you know, if I'm the Padres looking at that, I, I don't know. I, I'm probably asking for something pretty well, and also if I'm the Padres, I'm probably not asking for prospects straight up, right? Yeah. And we've talked about Kyle Lewis. Yeah. Might make some sense.
1: I feel like they'd probably want Mitch Hanager, um, which doesn't true really too. make sense for Seattle. Paddock is going to be yeah, 26 in January. Uh, he's ARB eligible for the first time. He still has all of his minor league options. Um, and he was actually better than his numbers would indicate. I mean, the 507 ERA, but he did have a 378 pip um so uh yeah it's there's definitely more there in paddock so it's a good target but i i think you know i think pitching is going to be very expensive this year so whatever you think is is fair for pitching you should probably add 10 to 20 percent um yeah and just just understand that that's probably the reality of what it's going to be like to
0: acquire a pitcher so what do you else uh, what else do you have for me
1: Well, I know you're a huge fan of Mitch Haniger trades, so I have one here. Oh, boy. Um, (laughs) uh, The Mariners and the Reds, a very common Uh trade uh, partner for for (laughs) Haniger. We see this a lot. And I'm going Uh, to assume
0: that this does not bring Sonny Gray or Tyler Malley or Luis Castillo (laughs) back.
1: (laughs) Oh, Ty. No, don't be silly. It brings back prospects in in a fairly worthless major leaguer. Um, so we have Mitch Haniger and Yusei Kikuchi oh. for Shogo Akiyama. Of
0: course. <laughs> Ellie De La Cruz. By the way, real quick, before you finish this trade, Shogo Akiyama is becoming the Clint Frazier, Miguel Andujar of this offseason.
1: <laughs> just just every on in any every deal.
0: trade proposal with the Reds is just like, we're going to dump off Shogo Akiyama's contract. Yeah. And it's like, you want to bet? anyway so
1: anyway finish the trade Akiyama, Ellie De La Cruz and Matthew Nelson the catcher who was just drafted this year from Florida State
0: Wow! for for Hanegar and Kikuchi yes the Mariners who just won 90 games are very interested in a catcher who was just drafted yes
1: also like a 20 year old infield prospect who has to go on the 40 man roster this year and I think has only played at uh, advanced A ball like, uh, yes, because what, what we the, doing, the Mariners the,
0: the Mariners are just, you know, they're in a position to give 40 man roster spots to uh, high A players. Great. Yeah. This website Not... is something else. <laughs> uh
1: it starts with evaluation, the the valuations, and it also includes the uh the valuations uh that the people take the evaluations and they're trying to make the trades as equal as possible with total value Yeah. instead of focusing on do these trades actually make sense um yeah. so yeah use it at your own risk but it, it does it does create some laughs
0: all right we'll look at more trades in just a moment but real quick want to remind you this episode of lockdown mariners is brought to you by betonline.ag we're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code locked on to receive your bonus from basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports bet online where the game starts you're listening to Locked On mariners thank you again for making us your first listen of the day every day we are free and available on all platforms just like i said at the top of the show we're on apple google spotify stitcher all those good platforms and you're probably listening to us on one of those let us know which one you listen to Either email us or uh, check us out on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can email us at LockedOnMariners at gmail.com. You can also send us questions for our Mailbag Mondays on there and all that good stuff. So, Colby, let's continue with these trades. What other magnificent pile of crap do you have to present to me? (laughs) Okay. Um,
1: Because you asked for as many Hanager trades as I can give you, here's one. Um, Clearly. Emerson Hancock and Mitch Haniger to the oh Guardians boy. for oh Stephen God. Kwan, Oscar Mercado, and Zach Plisak. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> there you go. Yeah.
0: Yes. Uh, do I even have to respond to this one? <laughs> I mean,
1: you probably should. What's What's the problem? Was giving up top fifty prospect Emerson Hancock and you know, one hundred twenty WRC plus Mitch Haniger for Stephen Kwan. Do you know what position he plays? I have no idea
0: who Stephen Kwan is. <laughs> I'm gonna be real with you. I'm
1: I'm pretty sure he's an outfielder who was drafted in like the fifth round by Oregon State. But I'm gonna do us both a favor and look that up. Why don't you tell people why <laughs> you? Why don't you go ahead and <laughs> tell people why you
0: hate Zach Pleissack so much? i mean like i don't hate zach please but it's just he's just not that exciting i think he's overvalued i think he's basically a glorified mike leak he's a pitch to contact pitcher he doesn't miss bats like he's just he's he's fine he's like a number four yeah i've seen him pitch in person twice he's just not super exciting i've seen him pitch against the mariners just not super exciting just doesn't miss a ton of bats, and the Mariners need pitchers who can miss bats. And why would they trade Mitch Haniger for Zach Plesac?
1: I mean, I you just go sign Tyler Anderson and get pretty
0: close to the you, same. Yeah, you literally have like your whole rotation is basically built on guys like Zach Plesac, aside from Logan Gilbert. Right. I mean, it's it's like acquiring Chris Flexen. Um, yeah.
1: And by the way the problem with quan I was right fifth round pick out of Oregon State um the problem with him is that a he's rule five eligible so you got to put him on your 40 man or you might lose him uh, he does he has uh, experience in AAA, so there's a decent chance he gets taken um he he walks and he doesn't strike out uh, he's kind of a slap hitter there has been power uh you know at double a AA and AAA this year he's shown but he's really viewed as kind of a slap hitting fourth outfielder who really isn't even much of a base dealer and is so I'm it's average. in
0: a trend here right this guy is yeah. rule five eligible as you said yep it just kind of feels like uh you know uh, with uh, the de la cruz one and in, in the reds trade and now Quan. do people think that like the mariners just want to take on their rule five eligible guys and help them free up a 40-man spot tie for Ty. one of their best players
1: tie they don't care <laughs> That's kind of the point. Um, just the Mariners are just a dumping ground for players that other teams don't want. Exactly. But they have to give up. They have to give up the players that they really want. Um, yes. Yes. So that's a that's a fun one. I mean. Yeah. How about we actually move over to a, a one that, that's pretty interesting and it's funny because it is getting downvoted like crazy, but I think it actually makes some sure. sense here. The Mariners trade Kyle Lewis. They receive Matt Chapman. Hmm. Yeah. Two years of Chapman. For
0: yeah, for four of Lewis.
1: Four of Lewis. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Athletics thinking about rebuilding. The Mariners need a third baseman.
0: I I would be interested to know, and there's obviously no way for us to tell, but I'd be interested to know who is downvoting this trade? Is it Ace fans? Is it Mariners fans?
1: It's it's interesting. Um, the Athletics. If you're listening has... to the
0: show, sorry, real quick. If you're listening to the show right now, go on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. Let us know if you would upvote this trade or downvote this trade. One for one swap: Kyle Lewis for Matt Chapman. Let us know. Anyway, continue, Colby.
1: I was gonna say I certainly wouldn't like. Downvoted. I don't know if I'd upvote it, but it like, I wouldn't like if this came in on our, uh, our, uh, you know, uh, fan fiction Friday. Thank you. I was trying <laughs> this came in on fan fiction Friday. I'd probably give it like a 55, 60. Like, it's very creative. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, it addresses needs on both sides. It's, it's, I think it's a solid trade. Um, it's worth noting that it has the athletic side has one upvote and six downvotes, and the Mariner side has. Two upvotes and seven downvotes, so um, huh. not popular with either fan base apparently. But I actually think that's a that's a pretty decent trade. Um, certainly a fun one.
0: The interesting thing there is, would the Athletics be willing to assume all that risk on Lewis's knee? I mean, for one of their better major league assets.
1: Aren't the Mariners, aren't the Mariners, kind of assuming the health of Matt Chapman's hip?
0: That's true too, and that's a and, good
1: point. And Chapman hasn't been very good at the plate the last couple of years, mm-hmm. so there's some concern there, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, Matt Chapman is still a good player. I mean, don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. I mean,
0: but he's he not put, 2018 Matt Chapman anymore.
1: No, I mean, he put and up that's three point four. The issue
0: that we, and that's what I've talked about with you both on this show and just, you know, in our normal conversations, that um, my biggest concern with Chapman is that the A's are going to want to price him as 2018 Matt Chapman.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, that that's probably an old MVP candidate type of player. And that's right. just not what he's worth now.
1: No, he's, a, he's a still a really good player, but he strikes out a lot now. Um, you know, and, and a lot of his value is he doesn't walk. I mean, 314 on base is below league average. Two ten on uh, two ten batting average. That's below league average. Four hundred three slugging. I think that's right at about league average. His WRC plus was one hundred one, so he's a league average bat. Who's basically his entire value is buoyed by his his great defense. And, and defense has yeah. value, but it can only carry you so far, really. Right? I mean,
0: yeah. And I don't want to trade big assets for a glove.
1: Right? He has to hit. And I mean, if, if you are getting 210, 314, 403, I mean that that's basically what Seeger did this year. Right. I mean, it's a little bit better in the on base, but it's worse in the slugging. And the defense is, is better. Certainly it's better, but you're losing on the mm-hmm. power, you're losing on the I mean the average is fine is is about a wash and you're getting a guy who strikes out a lot more than Seeger did. So is is Chapman a significant upgrade from Seeger? I, I think. Is it a guarantee that he is? No. So there's risk there with both players, so I, I think that trade actually makes some sense. Mm-hmm.
0: So what else? Uh, what else do we got?
1: Okay, well, um, <laughs> here's a here's an interesting one um, that I think you'll get a chuckle out of. Uh, Kyle Hendricks okay. to the Mariners. Okay, fun for one ten straight up. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> here's here's the scary thing about this. Uh-huh. This trade on the Mariner side has three upvotes and four downvotes. I'm sorry. <laughs> and the the, the Cub side only the Cub side the ratio is two upvotes to four downvotes. So
0: what? Someone upvoted <laughs> that? <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, has to be a Mariner fan undercover. You think?
1: Oh, man, that's somebody made a bunch of accounts.
0: Um, right. Let, let, let me uh, let me say this real quick. Sure. Uh, 110 does not have the trade value that you think he does <laughs> anymore. The guy had a terrible year and he's probably like he probably confirmed that he's nothing more than a reliever this year. Yeah, we'll see. But it, it seems like that's that's where we're heading here with this. Uh, yeah. He's not top fifteen prospect, 110. Ten. <laughs> that's that's not who this guy is right now. No, and I mean,
1: he, uh, he's a DFA candidate.
0: Yeah, I mean, and well, and a great and a great point there because another thing that's going to drive his value down. He ca- he counts against your forty man roster. Yeah, teams are not going to want to trade for that. <laughs> No, they're not. at least they're not going to trade Kyle Hendricks for that. <laughs> uh, and like I know that Hendricks had a down year, but Hendricks is, is a very good bounce back candidate. Oh, no, I mean,
1: Hendricks definitely sucks, but um, <laughs> no, he, he is a very good bounce back candidate. And, and you're just like, if you're the Cubs and the best you can get is Wantane, you just keep him. I mean, there's no reason you don't have to trade him. Like you're the Cubs, yeah. you can afford to carry his salary and and you're going to get more for him. I mean, some team would beat Wantaine for 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 Hendricks, but
0: the I Mariners mean, can easily beat beat Tain <laughs> for Right, I mean, for like Hendricks.
1: Start talking about like Brandon Williamson and then we can start talking, but like Wantaine, I I that's that's wishful thinking, I think. Um, and the funny thing is, is that once again, baseball trade values has the Cubs getting absolutely like destroyed in this trade. Cubs get 4.9 value, the Mariners only get 1.6. So there you go.
0: Oh boy. All right. Coming up, we're going to mercilessly drag some more trades on baseballtradevalues.com. All right, we got time for a few more trades here Colby. So, uh you, you got anything that even matches that uh whatever the hell that <laughs> Kyle Hendricks proposal was? <laughs> I think I have an interesting one here. Um maybe okay. not quite as as I mean, Bad. it's not good.
1: It's not it's not
0: good, oh, but okay. Oh. You gave me hope when you said interesting.
1: Well, I mean, you be the judge here. So, Mariners okay. get Sunny Gray
0: and Hey, and there we some
1: go. Do- And some guy named Ivan Johnson. I don't know who that is. Um, They give up, and here's the fun part: Cal Raleigh, Drew Steckenrider, and Taylor Trammell back to the Reds.
0: (sighs) Yeah. um, It's the biggest thing here is that it seems that the Reds want outfield help, right? Mm -hmm. And if they're going to trade. Sonny Gray, I would assume Kyle Lewis is probably going to have to be in that deal. Yep. Right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's kind of the biggest flaw with this. Um, Drew's second rider Mm -hmm. after a good year does have value. He has control not just this year, but next year as well. So he is valuable and he is valuable to a team like the Reds, but as like a secondary piece to the Reds, Mm -hmm for in a sunny gray deal no 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 No. maybe on the back end of that but no not as a secondary piece for for sunny gray uh and cal raleigh being the headliner after the year that he just had half year that he just had at the major league level no because he he shouldn't he shouldn't he shouldn't be on the major league roster right away right we talked about this on yesterday's show so that doesn't help the reds um They could still keep Tucker Barnhart if they want to. He has a club option. Not sure if they're planning on doing that or not, but they can do that. So it's not like they're really in desperate need for catching help. They also have Tyler Stevenson. And then Taylor Trammell, who, again, we talked about this earlier, struggled in his major league debut, struggled in his second stint at AAA, has already been in the Reds organization before and been traded by them. Mm -hmm. And again, they need outfield help, but they need established outfield help especially if they're going to lose Castellanos. So, yeah. yeah. I just, for, t- for Sonny Gray, because, like, here's the thing. The Reds are in a position where they're still going to want to compete, but they are willing to, it seems like they're going to be willing to listen on offers for their starting pitchers and might be willing to move at least one of them. Sure. But they're going to want something back that's going to help them next year and none of these pieces really i mean like Steckenrider does but on a very minimal scale compared to what they're losing in gray and obviously gray kind of had a down year relative to his standard but i like, it just the, the, the Steckenrider pales in comparison to the value that gray brings the reds
1: yeah I, I think that's probably fair um I have a hard time imagining you getting Sunny Gray without you trading, um, you know Mitch Haniger or, uh, Lewis or yeah, probably Lewis Toro then, maybe, Lewis, but
0: they have Jonathan probably. India. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean Suarez. Sounds like they're they might be willing to to move Suarez too, but um, I, I think if you're going to offer like Lewis and Steckenrider, then maybe you can start a conversation. But mm-hmm. I just. Cal Raleigh is, is valuable because he's a catcher and we think he's going to be a good one and finding catching is really hard, but is he, is he valuable enough I to feel be like the lead piece to a contender yeah. for one of their best no. pitchers? No,
0: no. I feel like um, if the Mariners are going to get Sonny gray, they might need a three team deal. Yep. They might need another team that can pitch in something that they're not able to give Cincinnati, which is major league outfield. Help, um, and maybe also a team that's willing to take on a Shogo Akiyama contract or Eunyo Suarez contract. Um, right. So yeah, I just uh, and the and the Mariners aren't aren't capable of doing either. Really, like that's why I just kind of scoff at these Akiyama deals because the Mariners are going to have to carry Akiyama, and like they're not going to want to do that. The guy had a 44 WRC plus, even if the Reds chip in a ton of money with that or whatever. Or if it helps them get Sonny Gray, they still got to carry that guy. So well, I mean, they,
1: they at least have to carry his salary, because yeah. I mean they they could DFA him, but they're still paying. Him That's true either way. So, so yeah, um, like I said, not not the most absurd baseball trade values day. Um, last week we kind of had that absurdity. Um, this week it's mostly just kind of like like another another Mariners Red trade. Uh, Emerson Hancock and Zach Deloach for Nick Lodolo and Shogo Akiyama again. So um, I just, why would Seattle do that?
0: Yeah. Basically they're, um,
1: they're paying $9 million and Zach Deloach for what is at best a minor and Emerson upgrade. Hancock, right? Well, I mean, if, if you count, if you think Lodolo is an upgrade over Hancock and, and, I don't know that he is. I
0: like it's a very minimal upgrade <laughs> at best. Yeah. I mean,
1: but Dolo has his own problem. So I just like, you guys have to think about like, Hey, why, why would the Reds do this? Why would the Mariners do this? Does it make sense for both sides? And if the answer is no, it's probably not going to happen. So, um, yeah, just, it's a lot of stuff like that this week. Um, really not not super interesting to be quite honest i mean there are a few uh, a few brian reynolds trades that are i mean there's something um let's hear them emerson hancock and julio rodriguez for brian reynolds and jacob stallings
0: what's the point of jacob stallings
1: (laughs) i mean like he's a good catcher but is he yeah like
0: i thought he had a bad year i think he's pretty good Uh, I actually haven't looked up his numbers, so I'm gonna look him up while we're on here. Give me another trade.
1: Um well there is uh there's the classic uh Emerson Hancock and Julio Rodriguez straight up for Brian Reynolds.
0: Oh, Stalin's had a two and a half one year. Okay. Yeah, Never mind that. Good player. Uh mostly for the defense. Um yeah. per usual with catchers. Anyway, what was the trade again?
1: Just Murphy, or sorry, um, Hancock and Rodriguez for Reynolds straight up.
0: See, the the thing about this is that people clearly heard the rumor that Mm -hmm. the Mariners, or that the Pirates asked for Julio Rodriguez, and they just think that the Pirates just asked for Julio Rodriguez. It's probably not the case. They asked for Julio Rodriguez plus more. Sure. And it's probably not plus... Emerson Hancock, that's just going to get it done. I think they're probably going to want like three pieces back. And Hancock obviously has some issues that are going to be concerning. Um, yeah, uh, we have a,
1: a a trade from the from a Pirates fan that is very similar. I'm assuming it's okay. a Pirates fan because his, his profile name is AJ Bucks, B-U-C-K or B-U-C-S. So uh, Hancock, uh, yes, Rodriguez right. and Maco for Reynolds.
0: I mean, that's probably what the Pirates asked for. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, I think that's probably pretty accurate. And you can see why the Mariners said
0: <laughs> no. Yeah. Like, yeah. let me ask you this. If, Reynolds, if they took- very good player. win yeah. player last year. Controllable, like, mm-hmm. very good player. Very, probably going to be an MVP e. candidate in the AL if you add him. But, mm-hmm. uh, no.
1: <laughs> if it was Kelnick instead of Rodriguez, would you do it? Kelnik, Hancock, Mako for Reynolds.
0: Ooh. Probably, because I mean, man, you're I don't know. I mean, but the aren't same. Hoping, uh, the the same argument that, that I'm making with, with Julio, well, that's what I was gonna say. And you can make the same argument really with Julio as well, is that you're hoping that either one of those players becomes Brian Reynolds.
1: Yeah. Mostly mostly but, uh, because the profile is is very similar to to Reynolds. Right. Um, Yeah. So again, Reynolds probably not going anywhere in terms of like us talking about him, but I also kind of think he's not getting traded this winter, but we'll see. You never know. Jerry DePoto (laughs) is nothing if not creative. Um, Do you want to end this one, this, this episode on what is perhaps the most uh, popular trade on both sides that I found on, on baseball trade values today?
0: Yeah, let's go for it.
1: Sure. Okay. So the Mariners get Joey Wendell. Hey, we've talked about him. Okay. And nice. this got six up votes to three down votes on the Mariner side. The Rays okay. side got six up votes and only one down vote. And the Rays would get Milkar Perez and Connor Phillips. Hmm. At, uh, at that stage, wouldn't you just go sign Josh Harrison? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, look, I'm not, I'm not, I hope I'm trying not I mean, to shoot over- it,
0: Like if, like, honestly, I, I would rather pay, you know, $18 million to Chris Taylor <laughs> at that point, you know,
1: like I'm trying not to overvalue prospects because I don't, I don't want to be, you know, prospect worshiping. Um, yeah. I just really like Connor Phillips. I really think he can do some special things uh, yeah. with the Mariners. Well, and also, Milkar
0: is a guy that's on the rise.
1: Yeah, no, and, he's uh, a solid prospect. It's just and he's, it, you know, and I'm five very years interested away. to
0: see what he does once he gets more into, you know, once he gets into high A and stuff. Um Yeah, I just I feel like he's like four years away. Yeah. But it's just like for, for Joey Wendell, I mean like he's good, but it's just it's not sexy. <laughs> That's not who I want to like I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. A good I mean, player, like but... it's probably fair. It's probably fair, yeah. but it's yeah. just, it's not, I'm not super excited about it. Sure. You know? Uh, yeah. Am I going to cry about it if I saw that happen? No. Like, that's cool. Like, Joey Wendell's a good player. The Mariners got better by doing that. Yeah. But, eh. I just, I'm not like, I'm not jumping for joy, though.
1: No, because Connor Phillips is an ace of the future, and Milkar Perez. <laughs> yes. Fun note here, Milkar Perez.
0: Milkar Perez is Jose Ramirez.
1: Yes. Um... <laughs> it's worth no milcar Perez had one more walk or one more walk than he did strikeout this year in about 200 and, uh, 200 and 20 at bats. And that was, that was low a? uh, most of the year, 45 games in the complex league. Um, yep. and then six games at a ball Modesto. So, um, handled himself pretty well. All things considered, um, first you know pro baseball uh since 2019 and he was good he's a good player he's a good prospect yep. a lot of work to do but he's not like a throw-in i don't think unless it's to like no. like sunny gray you know like somebody that good then
0: fine. i mean plus a of lot, lot of folks that are doing their uh their re-ranks now of the mariners farm they look at milcar as top 15 guy so yeah
1: he's probably i think i think phillips is too so
0: yeah, no. Phillips is arguably a top ten. Top guy. ten,
1: yeah. Yeah, a lot of upside with those two guys.
0: He, he's in that eight to ten range, I think. So
1: right. But I think this is the type of trade you could see, a couple of upside plays who are a few yeah. years away, for just mm. a a boring but established and good major leaguer. I think you could see a trade like this happen this
0: winter. Yeah. Down. Also, Phillips is very Tampa Bay e. Yeah. And I believe they were. I believe I read something back when he was drafted that the Rays were interested in him. So that would make sense. Yeah. So that's actually, uh, Hey, we we actually ended the show on a good uh, trade proposal, (laughs) even though it's not super exciting. I'm not thrilled by it, but that makes sense. That's like a, that's just a good trade proposal. So yeah. Hey, baseball's trade values actually came through, came through with the humor and the comedy. And also came through with uh, with something actually pretty decently smart. How about that? So that's mm-hmm. going to do it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us here on Locked On Mariners. For Colby Patnode, I'm Ty Dane Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. Or, uh, yeah, LO underscore Mariners. I forgot if I had said the underscore or not. <laughs> Silly me. You can also follow me at Dane Gonzalez, that's D-A-N-E, G-N-Z-L-Z, and Colby at CPAT11, that's C-P-A-T-1-1. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. Thank you again for making Lockdown Mariners your first listen of the day every day. We'll be back tomorrow, but we're going to switch things up and not do a what-if Wednesday. Instead, we're going to talk about, say, a Suzuki, the Japanese outfielder who's expected to make his way to the major leagues this winter. We'll also talk more about the Kyle Seeger drama and uh, whatever else we feel like. But in the meantime, make your second listen of the day locked on MLB, where Paul Francis Sullivan and please call him Sully brings you his unique perspective on the major league's president pass. It's free and available on all platforms, just like we are. Have yourself a beautiful baseball day and we'll see you tomorrow.